Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere, and a special guest. I am live and loving it tonight, and I welcome you to Sunday Night Live, where we equip you to thrive in change. The change you wanted, the change you thought you wanted, the change that you planned since you were three years old, or sometimes the change you didn't want that caught you by surprise. Either way, we can thrive in that. Am I right, Michelle? Amen, sister. (laughs) I'm preaching to the choir. Well, before I introduce you to our guest, I want to give you a couple of announcements. The first one is Sunday Night Live and Thrive and Change are sponsored by my favorite, Thumb Roast Coffee. And if you are a Thrive and Change viewer or listener, all you have to do is go to thumbroastcoffee.com, type Thrive in as your discount code, and you will get 15% off the most delicious coffee I have ever drunk. So I encourage you to do that. You will not be sorry. And if you were looking for a good gift to give to somebody, that is a wonderful thing to be able to buy it online, have it shipped. You don't pay the extra shipping. They'll package it up nice for you if they know it's a gift. So do that and you will be so happy, I promise. All right. So tonight we have... Oh, we've already got somebody saying, thank you for bringing us Michelle Burkhardt. (laughs) And I love that. Miriam, welcome to Sunday Night Live. Clearly one of Michelle's fans, and I count myself among them. Uh, Tonight, we are going to hear from Michelle Burkhardt, who is the owner of Grow By One. Uh, She is also the host of the awesome podcast, Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. I'm sensing a theme in some of the things Mm -hmm. you cover, right, Michelle? Yeah. I invited Michelle to come on tonight and talk to us about the Thrive Principle, hashtag respect the now. So, Michelle, I am going to turn it over to you, and I'm going to invite anybody who's watching, say hi to Michelle, pop on there, put your comments in, let us know you're here, where are you watching from, and if you've got questions, type them there in the comments, because I'm going to go back through there, we'll make sure that we ask Michelle every last one of them, well, I mean, within reason, right, we'll we'll be out of here by 11 p.m., I promise, Michelle. All right, with that... Speak to us, a wise one. Oh, wait, wait, I forgot the most important thing. Michelle and I have known each other for several years now, and we take turns sharpening each other as coaches. And I have grown immensely under the coaching of Michelle, and I am really honored to be able to bring one of my coaches to talk to the greater Sunday Night Live Thrive and Change audience. So thank you, Michelle. 
Oh, my pleasure. And right back at you. That we we definitely help each other keep the world running, don't we? We do. We have all the answers. That's right. Or at least all the good questions. That that that's good. Uh, okay, so let me just start with uh, telling you a little bit about me. Some of you, I see Miriam. She she's a, a little bit of a groupie, so it's not a surprise that she's here. Uh, but some of you might not know me. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you my whole story, but man, let me tell you just a little bit about that pandemic. You know, as Shannon was talking about thriving in the changes and she gave you all kinds of great examples. Um, the one that stuck out to me was really how do you thrive in a change that you don't want, that you were not expecting? Mm -hmm. um, I think that's where the rubber meets the road um, to mm -hmm at least in this growth area. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit of, of why I guess I have credibility to even speak into this. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm gonna list a few things out for you, but by no means am I listing them to say, oh, Michelle, you know, oh, I feel so bad for you. Do not feel bad for me, okay? These are the things that I have experienced since uh, the, the very first March order stay at home. Okay. Um, I had hip surgery, so I'm still recovering from that. Um, I had about 12 people I know get COVID so far, and unfortunately, three of them have died. Um, and actually, they were all within the same six hours. So that was really, really rough. Um, and right around the same time, my son, my 15-year-old, God love him, he went out to chop some wood and chopped his knee instead. So there was a, a surgery and a hospital stay, and now we have PT. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, just I'm a speaker and a trainer, so I make my money on going to live events. Obviously, that's not happening. Um, you know, 67 live events have gotten canceled so far, along with the pay that comes with it. Okay, so that means 180 degree pivot in my business, which also means you've got to learn how to do that kind of a business, right? Mm -hmm. um, and quite frankly, I'm finishing up my PhD dissertation and there's been many changes throughout that process. Um, and I've got three kids, they're 10, 13 and 15. So now there's homeschooling, right? I've got a hubby who's still at home, uh, never worked from home before. So that's a big change for him, which means it's a big change for all of us. Right. Uh, and then in the midst of all of this, what, what happens? I live in Midland, Michigan. Maybe you've heard on the, the national and international news, we just had a 500 year flood. So, you know, uh -huh. when, when we talk about change and uh, changing fast and pivoting, Man, I have become an expert is all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple of dams breaking, uh, some, you know, traumatic injuries. Yeah. Uh, all your business going down the drain. Yeah, pretty um, much. All at the same time. All at the same time. Yeah. 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 So hashtag respect the now. So yeah. speak to us about that, Michelle, because you're still standing. Yeah. Um, and when you popped on here, you were smiling and that's a genuine smile. Yeah. So talk to us about going through this upheaval, mm -hmm. pivoting your business, taking care of a child who's hurt himself, homeschooling kids, all of this stuff, you know, sheltering, right? From yeah. Florida. Um, you didn't mention the hail damage and the roof. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry, forgot. Forgot that. Yeah. So, <laughs> You're still standing. Speak yeah. to us about that. And how can we have that kind of resilience in the face of change that we don't invite? 
Yeah. So first, before I tell you the, the how I did it, let me just give you a little brief um, update of, you know, that, that was maybe all the bad stuff, right? So let me tell you what has actually thrived out of all of this. Um, I have a much closer relationship to my husband. We spend more time together than we ever have. Um, I... Same things with my kiddos, right? Um, now, I haven't turned into Susie Homemaker. I still don't cook for them, but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I also haven't given anybody food poisoning, so there's that too. Um, but my my business has made a pivot. I've actually, um, I was looking at the numbers this week. Um, I up until this point in the, in the year, I've actually tripled my income um, from last year. So uh, Something must be going right, okay? Um, we ha now have 15 classes we're hosting. Um, we have several programs we're hosting. We have a, have a membership group. I mean, we're just building out all kinds of stuff right now. Um, and so, yeah, let me tell you how. And, and really, if I were to, to boil it down into two very succinct ideas, the first mm -hmm. is uh, acceptance. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Nobody wants to hear that. I don't want to accept this. <laughs> right. I shouldn't have to accept it. Right. So there was a, when I had my third child, I had a, a mentor of mine that said, hey, listen, Michelle, having the third one is so much harder than having the first two. But the sooner you get to the point where you accept that you have no control, the better off you are. Right. And at first I thought, oh, that's just ridiculous. Let's just make things happen. You know, and then I realized, no, I, no, we can't do that. So that was the first inkling in my life that I needed to, to work on this acceptance. But the phrase that I keep telling myself when something happens. So, you know, with all of these things, I mean, how can you plan for a pandemic? How can you plan for a flood? Right. You can't. And so when those things come, the quicker I could get to that place of saying, hmm, this is what we're doing now. <laughs> All right, we're doing a flood now. Let's, let's, what do we gotta do, right? Um, I, I, and it feels like the more that things are going on, the less surprised I get. I feel like I'm in some weird show right now that, that somebody's just kind of pulling things out of a hat and saying, let's do this. Um, and so I'm just kind of going with it, right? And then the the mm -hmm. second point is um, really a law that I like to live by. It's called the law of rhythm. And so, you know, if you think about it, uh, we have our natural ups and downs, don't we? You know, you might be a morning yeah. person, so you're up in the morning, but maybe down at night. Um, if you watch nature, you know, the sun comes up, the sun goes down. There's a law of rhythm. And the same yeah. is true for us. When you are in a low, and let's face it, I've had a lot of lows in one short amount of time. This is not normal life, right? But whenever you have a low, so that's that's really looking at something came into your, your existence, your awareness, and you, you were not planning on it. You were not expecting it. You're in a low. What do you do? Well, most people, what they typically do is they try to deny that they're there. They try yeah. to ignore it, right? Or try to mm -hmm. fight it, that somehow mm -hmm. it's going to go away, right? Or right. let's face it, you know, it's a pandemic. We're all trying to get through this on our own, right? So the way that I'm going to fight this pandemic is I'm gonna jump on social media and tell everybody what I think about it. 
<sighs> yeah. Right? How do I work on it? <laughs> and, and so, you know, when you honor the low, so when you truly understand that, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm in a low right now and this is what's happening. And you say, what can I do right now? So for example, you know, when I, when I had friends passing away, I have to, I have to sit in that for a little bit, right? I can't just ignore that and, and start going to build my business that day. I've mm -hmm. got to say, you know what, right now I'm in a low, what can I do? And, you know, self-care, um, doing things to remember them, um, reaching out to my coach and saying, hey, walk me through this, right? Um, all of those things help me to honor that low. And when you do that, you come out of it quicker. Mm. So you go on the upswing. So I, I think those two really combined acceptance and honoring the low is are really superhero powers. If you can do that, you can get through anything. Okay, so you're telling us that acceptance is key to being able to respect the now. So isn't that giving up? Isn't it saying, I don't want to try, I'm not going to fight, I'm not even, right? So how yeah. are we going to get out of it if we just give up? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people, especially now, you know, when you're, if you're really paying attention to some of the um, advocacy actions, uh, especially around race relations and things like that, there's this notion of, I am no longer going to just put up with accepting things, right? Okay. So okay. accepting that this is happening right now is not giving up, it's actually giving it its rightful place. So, so, you know, I can't do anything about three of my friends passing away, right? right. I, I can't yeah. change it. Right. What can I do? And so once I stop and I say, this is really happening right now, what can I do? Right? I can't change that we had a 500 year flood that broke three dams and, you know, we're evacuating the house. I don't have time to think about that, but I have to say, this is happening right now. Well, what do we need to do? And so when you, the quicker you can accept it, you can actually start moving forward. What I find as I'm working with other coaching clients is that if they don't accept it, if they continue to ignore, deny, or fight it, yeah. they can't move forward. So do you want the problem or do you want the solution? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And the solution is being able to move forward, accepting it for what, that it's happening, right? We, and yeah respect the now it, it is what it is yeah but it doesn't mean it has to stay that way correct and what you're yeah, saying is because now is now and then you get another now and then you get another now sure it's yeah to today's circumstances who knows what tomorrow brings right yeah, we, we don't know <laughs> yeah which, is, which can be an unsettling thought but talk a little bit more about the law of rhythm because i i'm enamored by that idea that that there's always a low, but there'll, there'll also always be a high. So yeah. elaborate on that a little bit. So I, that makes me think of, uh, I did a, a Facebook post last night at the end of the night, and it was basically more for me than it was for anybody else. Kind of a, this is what I did with my day. Aren't I awesome? But more for me, again, to just kind of celebrate, wow, look, look at that, right? And I, I listed all these different things, and people are like, oh my gosh, you got to do all of that, and wow, and that's amazing. And, um, and, and the first thing I thought of was, well, yeah, I'm on a high. You know, in the law of rhythm, when you're on a high, everything comes easy. 
It does. It feels like you're just rolling. We yeah. felt that like, but yeah, everything works. Hey, absolutely. And that's when I make all my decisions. Ooh, Ooh, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Write that down for those of yes. you who are listening. Do not make decisions when you're in a low. You will, you, because mm. when you're in a low, especially if it's a really low low or you've been in it for a while, there's mm. this tendency to kind of scorch the whole earth with your decisions. <laughs> when you're on a high, the the ideas and the creativity flow to you because you're a little bit more open. Right. And so you're going to be able to find ideas that are higher than yourself. Right. Yeah. And you can help other people with those ideas. When you're in a low, you're, you're only your sole job is really to just care for yourself during that time. So permission to acknowledge the low mm -hmm. and start with the basics. Yeah. What do I need? What's going to make me safe? Right. And in the case of a dam breaking and a flood, how do we all get in the car? What yep. route do we get out of here? Yeah. Um, somebody, somebody we love, we lose them. They pass away. There is yep. a different set of actions we take, but the principle is the same. What do I have to do to be safe, to take care of myself? Yeah. Got and, it. You know, when you, again, going back to that idea of fighting things, mm. fighting isn't going to bring a friend back. Um, fighting isn't going to make, isn't going to make my roof better. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, or, or think about it this way, you know, when my son hurt himself, okay. In that moment I went into mom mode. Right. Mm -hmm. And mom needed to handle it because dad doesn't do blood very well. Okay. So I went into mom mode, um, got everybody prepared. Right. And I got him off now due to my, you know, health concerns, I was not able to go to the hospital with him and only one parent could stay. So for three days, my husband was there, I was trying to do what I could to, you know, bring them some things every day. Um, but I can tell you what I was in a low for all three days, because my boys are not in my house, you know, I'm not there to take care of them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as much as I can put a Facebook post about my high yesterday, Listen, I could just as well put three days worth of Facebook posts about my lows. Um, but who wants to hear that, right? You know what, though, to your credit, Michelle, you have shared your lows on Facebook, not in a, a whining, a woe is me way, but it is reality, isn't it? It isn't just and and certainly something like Facebook, when we talk about posting and, and the people who are watching Sunday Night Live are well versed in Facebook. Uh, it it can look like everybody's on a high all the time. Yeah. And we can just know not true because the logarithm says, yes, there's also lows, right? And, and one thing that I've recognized, um, so when the pandemic started to hit, I really, the, the law of rhythm was the very first thing I really thought of because I was like, whoa, it's not just me. Now it's everybody, right? Mm -hmm. um, and realizing that you can, when, when you're connected to people, um, there's a time when you're both in a low and you're both in a high, but then there's also a time when somebody's low and somebody's high. That's just how, how rhythm works. Yes. And so being aware of the people in your life and trying to determine where are you, where am I? And when you're both in a low, lots of grace and mercy. Do not talk about anything important, <laughs> okay? But when you're both on a high, 
hey man, if there's an issue to take care of, do it now, right? It's time to decide the, to get that built-in swimming pool. Come yeah. on. That's right. And and so, you know, one thing I found at the beginning of the pandemic, the highs were really high, but the lows were really low. And now as we're going through, and I, you know, I say it almost comically, listen, you know, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? I don't even know what's going to happen the rest of the night. That's where I'm at right now. So when you say respect the now, I'm really respecting the now. I have an inkling of what I want to do tomorrow. Yeah. Who knows if that will actually occur, right? And so now as things kind of went on, it was like, okay, my high is like this. My low is like this. And the frequencies might be more, but the line is going straighter. Yeah. So it's a little more even keel. It's not yes. the boat that's like getting ready to tip over. Right. Yeah, got it. All right. So Michelle, you talked a little bit about your business and a lot of the people who watch Sunday Night Live are entrepreneurs. They have businesses or they have ministries. We have a lot of people of faith who watch. Um, and you said when COVID hit, there was a lot of pivoting that had to happen yep. in your business. Um, I happen to know a little bit of the backstory, so I, I'm, I'm setting you up a little bit, but speak to us a little bit about why were you able to pivot so successfully when the unexpected pandemic hit and then the unexpected injuries and the unexpected floods you were able to pivot in a remarkably fast fashion. Mm -hmm. Speak to us about that because as we're coming out of this universal low of COVID, yep. um, you know, this isn't the last uh, crisis we're going to see. No, <laughs> it's no, not. Be another one. And we can be prepared to thrive in the midst of it. So how were you able to pivot and maybe not, not even just in your business, but overall pivot so successfully. What made you able to do it? I think there's two things. The first is systems. Hmm. So, you know, from a business standpoint, there were already some systems in place. So, for example, um, with those 67 live events that have gotten canceled, uh, mm -hmm. I have a system that collects everybody's information all in one place, right? I don't have to go hunt people down. And okay. as I was receiving those um, notices, I immediately created a system for how am I going to contact them? Okay. So I, I started, I reached out and I said, I totally get it, you're, you're canceling, how can I serve you? So sometimes it was, you know, we're canceling the event completely, but I got the opportunity to really just speak into them because let's face it, they were going through a pandemic and now they're having a pivot. So I got to speak to them. Yeah. Um, some people, they, they said, yes, we, we need you, but we don't know how. And so I got to talk mm -hmm. through them, you know, um, be a thinking partner, give them some options. So mm -hmm. really it was just a, a system set up to make sure that I had contact with them and yeah. then brainstorming, what can we do? Right. Um, and then the, the second thing, just mindset, I, I'll, I'll tell you what. So okay. I, I have been working on my mindset for years. So it's not all of a sudden, you know, I love how John Maxwell describes it. He says, you know, when, when a crisis comes, it doesn't make the leader, mm -hmm. it reveals the leader. I think that is so true. And so, you know, you're always going to have something show up 
And maybe you don't handle it the way that you want to, or you think later on, oh, I could have done that better this way. Um, you're doing the best you can. And also recognize that, okay, that's how I did it. There's a better way to do it. Now, how can I grow to make sure that I do it better next time? And so, you know, mindset wise, it's really understanding there's always a solution and more than one. And all you have to do, you know, respect the low, because when you're on the high, the idea is going to come back to you and and just start on that idea. You might not know how to make it happen. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't know how to do my very first online course, but mm -hmm. now I've got like 30 of them. Right. In three months. And so, you know, really understanding you don't know how until you actually go and do something. Oh, um, wait, wait, say that again slowly. It's so <laughs> profound. You don't know how to do something until you actually go and do it. Music so, to my ears, Michelle. Absolutely. I did not know how to do that first course. I, I didn't. How do you send out an email sequence? How do you how do you provide a free offer to people? Like, how do you do this online thing and not just show up on Zoom and take hostages? But how do you do it well? Right. 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 And, and so, connect with people and communicate. Yeah, right. absolutely. And how do you serve at such a high level that, that when people leave you, they feel like I'm better for having had that time with Michelle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and really it comes from understanding me, understanding me, me understanding what I have to give to the world. Um, me understanding that, you know, just having a conversation like this, some idea is going to come out of it. Trust that idea when it comes to you yeah. and say, Let, what can we do with that? And get the ball rolling. And again, figure it out as you go. Yeah. And take notes. Yeah. yeah. When those ideas happen, right? Write them down. Go back and sure. see them later. But yeah, respect the now and everything that it brings to us. And that brings me to another point when you said that, you know, I, I take notes, ideas, right? So I actually have a pile over here on my desk. It's probably about four inches high now. And this is my idea pile. So I, I, have, ideas. I know I have a couple, couple really cool projects coming up that I'm very excited about. Um, it's just going to take time to, to get there. And so respecting the now understands the thing I'm working on right now will build towards the future. Yeah. And if I don't have time to work on that, it's okay. Respect what's in front of you right now. Um, and also, you know, I, I can't be thinking about those really cool ideas while I'm trying to, you know, do this video, right? right. And so respecting the now says there's a proper now for everything. Okay. And so when you're with a person, you know, I get on my I get on my husband and my son like for a while because they're kind of a little attached to that phone, right? Mm -hmm. When you're with a person, the person always trumps the phone, right? Mm -hmm. And when I'm with a person, the person always trumps what I want to get done. That's right. So respect the now. That's right. Yes. The person who's in front of me is valuable. Absolutely. And I need to respect that. Yeah. You don't know what tomorrow holds. So it's, it really is this idea of holding, respecting now and holding an hour from now a little loosely. Yeah. Right? And, um, and it seems like those would be two competing ideas. 
Yeah. Uh, but the one thing that I'm realizing as I go throughout life is that uh, there really aren't any competing ideas. Mm -hmm. They're two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to say, you know what, I'm in a low. I need to, I need to step back. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to say, what, well, you know what, I'm in a high. What can I get done? Yep. Right. And yeah. just honoring both of those yeah. and, and not, you know, if you're in a high, that, remember, there's going to be a low. So don't get surprised when the low comes. Right. 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 Um, keeping that all in perspective and giving yourself a lot of permission. This is what we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is what we're doing. now. <laughs> we're putting the band-aids on or we're planning for our exciting online course launch. There you go. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I think we talk a lot about this on Sunday night live, this idea of that, the bad and the good both exist at the same time. <laughs> they're they're yeah. there. And it's not reality to say um, everything's awesome. It's great. I'm fine. Um, fake smile, right? Yeah. And it's also not accurate to say everything is hopeless and awful. They're, they right. both can exist at the same time. They're both valid. Um, and understanding that law of rhythm will help us to kind of go with the flow. Yeah. And if we're low, we know we're going to come out of it. And, yeah. and I, I do want to say this. I mean, if somebody has depression, if, if, they're, mm -hmm. if there's a, a mental illness that's at work there, that's a different thing altogether, right? We're not talking about you're in a low that that's lasted for a long time and, you know, you need to talk with somebody. And, and I encourage yeah. you've had a low that you don't come out of do talk to somebody who can Absolutely. help you with that a mental health professional because that's valid yeah um, and, and sometimes let me face it that, that there are times when you get into a low and you're in such a low low you don't realize you're in a low right okay, that, yeah. and, and it it may or may not be depression but i've experienced that sometimes especially during this time when mm -hmm. I, I just tell myself oh <laughs> i forgot myself for a while <laughs> i forgot who i was i forgot the power inside me i forgot you know who i am mm -hmm. um and so when my son was in the hospital for three days i forgot who i was for three days yeah. And then when they got back, it was like, oh, now I can do something. Now I can help and um, readjusting period. Right. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is give yourself a break. <laughs> you know, yeah. give yourself a break. There's there is no rule book for how to go through a pandemic. Yep. We're making it up as we go. Yeah. Now, the problem is when when you have people who show up on on social media and they tell you how you should be pandemicking right? Yeah. Don't listen to anybody else. Listen to yourself. Um, I'm a firm believer that you know what you need to do. And, you know, let's, let's face it. If you're in a low and you ask yourself the question, what do I need right now? Yeah. Your subconscious brain is going to give you the exact answer you need for that moment. I and I know this to be true because I was out shopping with my kids, which is not my favorite thing to do. It just isn't. Okay. Uh, we're Halloween shopping. And I was, uh, I was just, the kids were being kids as they are. And I just was having a hard time. Uh, and I just stopped and I closed my eyes. And I said, oh, I've got a lot of energy right now. I don't know what this emotion is, but there's energy. And I said, okay, what do I want to do? What can I do with this? And the answer that came to me was take a few breaths in, and a few breaths out. Mm -hmm. 
And so that's what I did. I released the energy and then I went back to being mom. Right. And my husband later, you know, he, he encouraged me. He said, Oh my gosh, you were great. I know that's hard for you. That's so great. And I, I realized, wow, that's, that's a really cool trick trick. Right. Um, but remembering that I have the answer and I, I shared that as a, an example at a training one time and somebody said, well, how do you know your body wouldn't have just said, well, you need to go take a bath. And I said, you can't take a bath when you're shopping. Right. My, my, my subconscious brain knows I'm shopping and it's not going to, to give me an answer to go take a bath. Right. So, right. so it's that, realizing that you have the answer inside you. And I think that has really helped me during the pandemic because I didn't reach out and, and sure there were mentors, right? So I have a lot of mentors in my life and I reached out to people for support and assistance. Um, but during this time, as I was really building my business and going gangbusters at it, um, when it came to a decision, I typically make decisions on my own because I trust my answer. And mm -hmm. as I'm going through, you know, maybe I need some help over here from this mentor on how to use this online thing, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Shannon tonight is teaching me how to use StreamYard, right? I, I've never used that before, so I'm loving this. Um, but you know, it's it's that kind of thing. I don't I don't look for other people to make my decisions. I make my decisions, and then I see how can you support me in my decision. Oh, boy, we only have just a little bit more time. But now I'm going down the old, this sounds sort of selfish, Michelle. Yeah, it is. This sounds sort of selfish. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. So so here's the thing. You know, um, who is going to die for you? Who's going to die your death? Yeah. Nobody. Right. Nobody can. So who's going to live your life for you? Yeah. Nobody. And, you know, as, as much as, uh, you know, we have people that love us and, and, and support us, encourage us, guess what? Even the person that loves you the most in the world is not thinking about you 100% of the time. I know, shocking, shocking. Um, and, and you really have to take that into account because, you know, you need to take care of you because nobody else will. And it's not because they don't love you, but they're taking care of themselves or pretending to, but that's another, that's a yeah, whole that's <laughs> um, Yeah, Michelle, such good food for thought about how to respect the now, trust that law of rhythm and say, okay, what can I do now with yeah. what I have? And I know now you've prepared something special uh, a seven day mindset challenge. So yeah. share that with us. What are you talking about doing and how can people find out more? Yeah. So I, um, I was actually, it was on my schedule to launch this tomorrow morning. So when, when Shannon was like, Hey, you know, what can you give our listeners? I was like, Oh, you guys will be the first ones to have access to this. So, uh, basically I've created a seven day mindset challenge. Um, and it's based off of the teachings of Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay. Uh, Emerson was famous for his quote, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Um, he's one of my favorite, as I affectionately call them, the old dead guys club. He's long gone, um, but he's definitely a mentor of mine. And there are seven principles that he teaches that as I was thinking, how in the world have I gotten through this, this pandemic? I came right back to those principles and they've been my guiding light for several years. 
Um, and so I'd love to walk with you guys through that process of understanding each one of those principles. So it's it's pretty intense for about a week. You, you uh, get a 20 to 30 minute video teaching on that one principle. Lots of stories and examples. Um, definitely figure out a lot more about me and how I've, I've used the principles and how I failed because I'm a firm believer in sharing those too. Yeah. Uh, so you hear all the highs and lows. Um, so a video every day and then we're going to have a, a, a Zoom chat where we can just chat as a group and say, oh my goodness, I learned this and, and Q&A and that kind of thing. So really it's, it's a great kind of entry into my work, but also really looking at okay, wait a minute, how does this principle play into my life? Um, mm -hmm. And how can I change my mindset? Awesome. So it's a seven day mindset reset. Yep. Mindset challenge. Mindset challenge. Yeah. Mindset challenge. I dropped a link to that. It's the first comment in this stream. So anybody awesome. who's interested and wants more info, just click that. It'll take you right to the page that gives you all the info that you need. And Michelle, thank you. Thank you for being here, sharing your heart with us, being honest. Yeah. Thank honest. you for having me. I really appreciate it. I've loved every minute of it. And so have some of our folks. So we'll let Miriam here. She's she's she said, even if they wanted, no one but oneself can breathe for oneself, right? Yeah. It's so even true. there's some things we can only do for us. Yeah. Doesn't mean people don't help us. I love that, Miriam. I love that example. Carol says this, she says, tonight's incredible. Thank you both. Shannon, thank you for setting this up and sharing with us. It is my pleasure. These are people that have spoken into my life and I love sharing fresh ideas, fresh food for thought with people. So it's an honor to have you, Michelle. With that, we are going to wrap up. Any questions or comments? I'll be monitoring the chat here. And I know, Michelle, you'll be popping in and out from that Facebook comment section. Yeah. Feel free to pop that in there. Uh, thank you again for being here, helping us to hashtag respect the now. And with that, farewell. I love you all. I love you, Michelle. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having me. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.